Hello, good morning, happy Sunday. This is Mike on the mic, and you are listening to our Sunday talk on what's what with Mike on the mic. How was your night? I hope you slept well, and uh, of course, happy Sunday one more time. God bless us all. Today, I want to be talking on a topic that says, I have a religion, Christ Jesus. Yes, now. A lot of times when we hear religion, um, some people have um, attributed religion to be glorified uh, church activities. Yes, that is why some people say this is not about uh, Christianity, it's not religion, but it's a lifestyle. Yeah, some people have said that. So, But you see the word religion, the word religion is not what people have made it the word religion has its own definition according to the Oxford dictionary um, a religion is um, the belief in or you what you worship of a super, the worship of a supernatural that is controlling the power especially a, a god or a person god yeah something like that and another thing what the one I like the definition of a religion I like the most uh, from the Oxford Dictionary, of course, says any practice that someone or some group is seriously devoted to, I like that, seriously devoted to is a religion. So if you are seriously devoted to uh, 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 um, watching football over everything, football is so important to you than anything on earth. Uh, over your family, your kids, your wife, your hustling, your money, anything. If that thing, football is it, then you, it's your religion. You are worshipping it. It's your religion. So, uh, that is what people need to understand. That this religion that we find ourselves in as, Christiani- as Christians, rather, a religion is never attached to any activity especially all those glorified or over glorified church activities now religion is your belief in someone not in something in someone and who do i believe in or who do we believe in why are we even called christian because we believe in christ christ came left for heaven the disciples started living like him. People called them Christ-like. That is Christians. Because they lived like, like Christ. So that's to say they made Christ their religion. Not the activities of the Jew. Because these people were Jews too. So Jews had activities that made them Jews. But these ones were called christians because their activities was the life of christ now why i say christ is my religion is because a lot of people have attributed uh, uh, um, church activities to salvation and to the prerequisite of making heaven some people have so glorified fasting and praying they have so glorified vigils they have glorified deliverance, miracles. Some people have so even worshipped speaking in tongues. They have made these things look like 
if you don't have them, you can't make heaven. And I usually say something. Whatever that you will do on earth, that will end on earth, can never be a prerequisite to making heaven. You speak in tongues, you deliverance, you do whatever, you preach, you do church activities, they all end here. We don't take them to heaven. It's only one thing we take to heaven, which Christ actually gave us a specific and explicit uh, um, instruction on. He said, love your neighbor as yourself and love your God. See, these two things are the things that cannot end here on earth. Even if you we die today or the trumpet sounds today and we go to heaven with Jesus Christ, we can't stop loving ourselves in heaven. We can't stop loving God. But you see the speaking in tongues, it ends. You see the, uh, uh, um, the deliverance, it ends. The uh, um, vigil and fasting and praying, they end. The Sunday, Sunday or whatever worshiping times we do, it ends. It becomes a new life in heaven. We love ourselves and we love God. Love supersedes. Do you know today some people still don't believe that, ah, ah, so you want to have salvation. All you have to do is just to confess Jesus Christ as a personal savior. That is all. Ah, ah. Is that only that one? That's simple. Just like that. Some people even tell you that for you to, to, to make heaven, after you have accepted Christ, there are some things you must do to qualify you to make heaven. So you have to do some kind of certain uh, 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 um, uh, rituals or some kind of certain um, belief or activities to keep you worthy as a, 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 a heaven candidate. People who teach all these things, sometimes I wonder where they get their inspiration from. Is it from the Holy Spirit or from just their personal uh, um, knowledge or conviction? Because the Bible makes me understand that there's nothing that gives the kingdom of God except Jesus Christ, except his lifestyle. The lifestyle of Jesus Christ is what gives us what? That salvation. Look at the look at the uh, uh, um, the um, what do you call it the thief on the cross of Calvary. Sometimes I ask myself, how did he make heaven? This one even live a day after he accepted Christ. What lifestyle did he live? What activity did he do? What work did he do for him to even get to make heaven? He was on the cross right at the point of dying. He had the opportunity and he got it, and he made heaven. All he had to say was, Christ, remember me of paradise, and that was it. He got it, and I ask myself. How many minutes did he live after accepting Christ? Did he live a Christ-like life? But he made heaven. That's just to tell me that, see, yes, you can do church activities thinking that it is what gives you the kingdom of God. But I tell you that there's a way out that which Christ has given to people. Christ gave that thief on the cross. He turned him from a thief to a saint. And that saint made heaven. I don't know about anybody. I don't know what church you worship, what... uh, believe you have but something that made me understand in, in john chapter 14 uh if you read from one to six and jesus Christ was teaching them and was telling them that he's going back to heaven that uh he's going to be the place a uh, place for them in heaven that uh the god don't be scared you know god if you know uh, if you know me you've known god yeah if you see me you've seen god those kind of stuff so he told them that he was going and they'll come back to pick them thomas then thomas said ah if you go, uh, how do we know the way? Then in verse 6, he said, uh, I am the way, 
the truth and the life that no one comes to the father except through me except through me he never gave them one particular uh, uh, um, um, what do they call it um, doctrine uh, okay one particular activity one particular exercise that they should be doing okay do this exercise or and when you do the exercise and uh, you make heaven he said i am the way the truth and the life no one no one this the jews at that time they had things they were doing that qualified them to be called the peculiar children of god they had things that they were doing that were that qualified them to be even be called a jew that gentiles could not be called a jew they could not be called safe because they could not participate in all these things but then jesus christ now came and said these things they are no longer what will make you qualified to be my my people but what will make you qualified to be my people is me i am now the way the truth and the life so what are we trying to say there is a lifestyle that jesus christ brought on earth that we will live he came to give us the lifestyle of heaven to show us that lifestyle here on earth in heaven they don't do anything like uh, any other feast like what the jews would do in heaven they don't do fasting and praying that they and that we do on earth in heaven they don't do uh, uh, um, um, and deliverance and videos no wonder when jesus christ was on earth the disciples didn't do fasting one day they never fasted that even the jews were like saying ah, ah. they didn't even fast they don't do anything because in heaven they don't do that it's not necessary this fasting and other things is on earth here. Yeah. They don't qualify to be called. You feel some people because they fast regularly. They felt uh, they feel holier than thou. They feel they are, that they, they are that the most acceptable in heaven. They're the strongest in heaven. But they, let me tell you what strength is in heaven, my dear. The love you give to people, the love you show to your God, is that strength. It's not in the fasting and praying. I'm not saying fasting and praying is bad. Jesus Christ said. If you want to do miracles, you want to raise the, raise the dead, heal the sick, these things will not come except by prayer and fasting. Yes, but you see the weapon that gives us the, the correct victory, the victory, the race to heaven, that weapon is love, 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 joy in the Holy Ghost, righteousness. These things are the ones that, that are our weapon to winning this battle. And people neglect these things and go for the activities, the, vis- the visible activities, the old, the gym, 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 the shouting, the jumping. And that's what people now see. This is what makes you a candidate of heaven. My religion, as I said, is Christ Jesus. I follow Christ Jesus. I, I go with him. How he does it is what I want to do. How he will not do it, I will not do it. How he thinks, I will not think. Now, get, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm a saint, but I'm telling you that for sure that we are working towards perfection and we can never be perfect as human beings by ourselves that's why the bible tells us that we were made perfect in christ he makes us perfect we don't make ourselves perfect no matter what we do the jews of those times or the people of those times also people even to today church activities all in the name of wanting to be perfect with god all in the name of wanting to be uh, an even candidate and i ask myself or i want to throw a question to people who do all these things excuse me how do you do it how do you even gather the momentum or the strength to do this thing because if you look at what the lifestyle the jews had then it was a burden it was a burden before you go and see the lord you won't touch your wife for three days you have to wash everything clean everything you can't wear the same trousers you wore before you can't wear the same knicker you wore before you can't do anything before if you you want to maybe like 
in the church right now maybe like something on the altar was about to wants to fall and you want to help them you can't touch it because you are not holy you know you are not part of the, the levite or the priest so many things like that that was just strenuous it was a burden no wonder jesus christ said in matthew chapter 11 verse 28 come to me all you who are weary and burdened and i will give you rest brethren uh listen ladies and gentlemen this burden is talking about and weary is not in your office your working places it's not okay you are you're pushing and uh, trucks or it's not that you're doing bricklaying job or anything bricklayer job no this burden he's talking about are these activities we do in the name of trying to make heaven or oh, i'm trying to be perfect in my own way ah i'm trying to be good i want people to see me like a perfect person as a saint i want people to see me as heaven qualified oh you saw people they'll put up some characters i don't know how there's a particular church i worshiped with one time and uh i've noticed that what they do is when they want to appoint leaders when a guy come no matter how how new the, the, the person is if the person just came yesterday self so don't be best is one kind gentle natured person quiet looking calm person they appoint the person straight as a leader you know these things are the things that they act they need to deceive people in church somebody comes to church and is speaking in tongues labor on all kind of dung then you you feel his spirit filled and you make them leaders over people who are more mature than they are because they don't display all this um, madness as i call it madness but then all these people then you make them leaders and at the end of the day they become something else but that's not what it is that's not what it is because these activities of course they're not what qualifies us jesus christ said come unto me all you that labor see you are weary and you are burdened this burdened this thing that is burdening you you want to make heaven you are scared that you might not make heaven you you are scared you cannot be qualified and you're not doing everything possible just to please god just to please him and you do you go to you you go to service you go to video you do all the fastness you should do you do all this one you do all that one you thinking you are pleasing god forgetting you are only pleasing your pastor we are pleasing the church on earth you're not pleasing christ in the way he wants it let me tell you what you need to do if you want to make heaven two things guys christ gave to us number one he said love your neighbor as yourself and about to love your god how do you love your neighbor what you cannot do to yourself don't do to your neighbors let me tell you what loving your neighbor is because christ said give me your burden and take up my own yoke that my yoke are lighter that's to tell you that there's some things he will give you to do loving your neighbor let me give you an essay, a scenario about loving your neighbor and ask yourself if you really are really showing love enough if you're in the marketplace and there's you have a neighbor who is selling similar thing to what you have what you sell and the person is not there and a customer walks to the person's shop standing there to buy from that particular person would you stand up and go and sell for the person then when the person comes you give the person the money that i sold this thing for you knowing fully well that you have the same thing in your shop usually human beings will say ah come now nobody did that come here come and buy from my shop but what love loving your neighbor will be when the person is not there because what you two you want if you are not there you would like somebody to sell for you and give you the money right so why not do for the person sell for the person when the person comes you give the person the money and when the person comes and see that you're giving the, you're giving him or her the money 
knowing that you have that same good or that same commodity that you didn't sell to the customer you you, you should imagine how that person will be immersed in surprise or be surprised with um, what you that act that is the kind of thing christ is telling us it is a burden on itself on its own though it is light that's why christ said we should take up that yoke should drop our own burdens for him and take his own that is his light how do you want to show god that you love god people think showing god you love god is by going to church and doing church activities like i said earlier anything that you are doing that is going to end on earth here it is nothing to god it is absolutely nothing to god let me tell you two ways to show that you really love god number one always have in mind to want to expand his kingdom i want to expand his kingdom i want to always what talk to people about him the kingdom of god is coming is at hand you want to come give your life to christ he loves you he does this you talk to people about god about this kingdom you welcome them to his kingdom that is one way to show that you love this god another way to show you love god is to reference him at all times wherever you are know he is there just understand he is there so whatever you are doing consider him first because like i always say god is not even a a factor you want to put in your to-do list because he's a constant variable he's a constant factor so he's not supposed to be in the list he's always there any list you want to make he's that one is a factor that is not even shakeable he's always there so wherever you go always know that he's there he's watching you let me tell you the truth i'm not saying that you will not make mistakes or you won't do some some silly things we are human beings sometimes we can get carried away we can get distracted and do some things but never forget that he's there he's watching he's there to listen when you apologize when you come back running to him as a prodigal son or as a child who has realized their mistakes he will forgive you he will forgive you so that is two ways to know that this you love to show you love this god and one way to show that you love uh, your neighbor or the many ways rather you see don't kill don't lie don't be conversious don't make feel false witness this all these things that will hurt your neighbor and make them backslide or make them pain don't do them these two things they are the things that will qualify you heaven they are the religious things you should be doing the religious activities you should be putting your attention on some people can speak in tongues and go to videos and yet they don't have manners yeah they don't have they are not they are not uh, humble they are proud so people are very corny in church they still want to play politics they still want to be and uh, they still want position to be their their main goal their chase but let me tell you what you don't understand these things will end on earth and at the end of the day they will ask you how did you live Christ's life on earth? Because when Christ comes to take us home, he's not coming to take our flesh, our activities on earth. He's coming to take the spirit of him, his mark on us. That is why Paul said he bears the mark of Christ now. Let nothing trouble him. Are you bearing the mark of Christ or are you bearing the mark of your church, your church activity or your church rituals? Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. If you are not ready to follow Christ, if you are not ready to follow him the way he is, how he wants his life his lifestyle stop calling yourself a christian you're not yet a christian you're still a believer believers are not christians i tell you that believers are not christians i believe in christ yes but i don't want to follow his lifestyle oh okay you're just a believer not a christian i believe in magicians but i am not a magician i don't follow i don't want to live like magicians i don't want to worship musicians so you are a believer yes but being a christian is a different thing a whole new ball game 
is a life that you have to take. The burden of you trying to meet up with church activities and still this to meet up with Christ-like life, I don't know how you do it, but let that burden go and take the yoke of Christ. It is lighter. So my religion, of course, is Christ Jesus. Thank you for listening this morning and taking out your time. God bless you all. I have a wonderful Sunday service and uh, a wonderful weekend ahead. God bless you. I love you. God loves you more.